They said great, paved the way, changed the rain, released the pain, least you sane, getting paid, trend setting, brighter days, dope rap, night is set, high and deadly, I'm a fighter jet, Jeremy King. What's good, everyone? It's the Urban Wrestling Network. I'm Rob Cammer, host of the MLW Confusion Podcast, and right now looking like a melted Joe Dombrowski. With me, though, to make up in the looks department is my man, Muffins Martinez. We are breaking down MLW, MLW Fusion, specifically one uh, episode 189. A lot of stuff happened to kind of get the ball rolling here very much WTF heavy. And for those yeah. of you not in the know, that's the World Titan Federation, not what the fuck, which, uh, you know, it can go either way, depending on what your opinion is on everyone there. Um, but yeah, so we got a lot of stuff to kind of like gloss over, a lot of seeds planted for the future. Uh, so we can just, we'll just jump right into things. Uh, highlight video for the main event, which we'll talk about ad nauseum. Um <laughs> We do get the official announcement uh, that Matt Cardona will be taking on the winner of uh, Jacob Fatu, Alex Kane at uh, MLW One Shot in December. Uh, with the caveat, though, that he uh, beats, he has to beat Mance Warner this coming month um, in the Loser Leaves Town match. So I'm curious, and they kind of clarified this after the fact, um, after the after the uh, after Fusion aired on like friday morning that that if cardona does not win his match against manders that uh that msl does get to choose a replacement person for okay. it. um so it kind of clarified from like the conf uh, for my podcast where they didn't announce that yet and so i'm just i speculated wildly of what things could mean while uh they did answer that question technically after the fact um but first match first match they just jump right into things it is talon versus mance warner like a great like i didn't time it but i'm just gonna pretend it was 30 seconds <laughs> yeah this this was a complete squash i don't know i mean i'm sorry but the the calling has definitely lost a lot of steam from when it started with you know delirious mandy leon raven being there you know now is what uh Shane Page and Akira, and then they just brought in a talent, a cannonball, and then a bunch of other guys who no one uh, knows what the hell's going Nameless goons. Yeah. Talent, um, I mean, he looks like he could actually wrestle because he was trying to do a lot of moves off the top row, but this was just basically a squash match by by uh um um Warner. Yeah. And you know, he barely took off his jacket and when he finally did, he just hit a knee and that was it. <laughs> Yeah, knee pad up, knee pad down. Um, I really like honestly the biggest take from this match is that Talon is still alive. He survived yeah. his spot in the chair of torture. Um, yeah. other than that, like yeah, it was a squash match, a squash match. There, you know, what what is there to talk about? Just out just a little bit more uh, fodder for the calling versus second gear crew, which yeah. is nowhere near. I mean, I'm surprised, yeah. I'm surprised that Man you know, Mar Mancer just came out and just destroyed the dude. So, you know, and then you kind of go to yourself, like, so what's the point of the calling anymore? Yeah, I mean, because, because they, they did establish that Talon is actually, like, decent in the ring. Like, yeah, he, yeah. like I, like, I, at one point, I did try to, like, look him up and, like, uh, you know, the dude can go. Because um, he was doing, like, a in his first appearance, he was doing, like, swantons and stuff with that, exactly. with the trench coat on. Yeah, exactly. Crazy go nuts. Yeah, so. Um, but, yeah, so I'm not sure what the, like, big picture purpose of this match is outside of just kind of a further continuation of yeah. the feud. But, but I, th I think pretty soon we're going to see the dissolvement of the whole calling, and I'm I'm here for it. I think it's time to dissolve it already. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, no, no offense intended towards any of the members, but I think especially with Raven no longer appearing, yeah, like, I, 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 it's kind of, it, it's, it's, they're trying to cut the head off Hydra, except it wasn't Hydra. It was just a snake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, and so a lot of like a lot of the calling imagery kind of is lacking without Raven, you know, not that, not that, you know, Ricky Shane page or Kira aren't good characters on their own, but they don't always fit kind of like this spooky avant-garde narrative that the calling has brought forth well, um, and and they and they had it as raven being the mastermind of everything yeah. so you know you have you have some kind of star power behind it and then not even what two months into the pay-per-views we've never seen raven since yeah not one speech not one anything not, yeah. not even showing up a picture of him any nothing we've seen don king more <laughs> more recently yeah I was gonna yeah. make a Don King joke there, but you kind you yeah. kind of beat me to it. Yeah, we've seen him more, and he's gonna be uh, supposedly at the show next week talking. Then Raven has been this whole starting of the calling, so it's definitely time to pull the plug on the calling. Yeah, uh, it's one of those. I think the group definitely needs to kind of evolve away from the original. Yeah, like the pause. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I have no pause anymore yeah. for the calling. It's done. But yeah, they planted the seeds, and we'll kind of discuss that more in the main event. Um, so going from there, we get a batch of things. So I'll kind of lump them all together. Uh, that Matt Cardona got a car preemptively rewarded for his uh, championship victory coming up in December. Uh, he's he made out with the car. That like it's a BMW. Why 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 are you making out with it? Um, we also had a misdirection match. Um, that was supposed to be Jacob Fachi versus Mr. Thomas. They found Mr. Thomas in the garbage. We don't need to make any further jokes about that. Yeah. But but that kind of helps set up uh, kind of the whodunit that we'll see towards the end uh, involving Alex Kane, Jacob Fatu, and all that sort of good stuff. Um, Filthy Tom, uh, Tom get, gets, gets some talking about, and I do want to just touch on this briefly as well, uh, because they're finally kind of referencing a full uh, WTF takeover of MLW uh, with this segment with Tom Lawler where uh, MSL actually does kind of lay down the, like, kind of like flat out just says, like, we are going to take over MLW and remake it in our own image. And he actually specifically cites kind of like we have in the past of uh, the deathmatch stylings being kind of a, kind of a bust and dragging MLW down. So I found, I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. I mean, I didn't care too much for none of the stuff there all those big ass with the WTF guys, but I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of fans have thought the same thing that all these hardcore stuff matches, things that have been taking over the show for the last couple of months have been dragging the show down because, you know, before it was basically wrestling how it's supposed to be, and then they went to this hardcore face. And hopefully, you know, hopefully before the end of the year, they'll close this chapter and say, well, we tried. It didn't work out. We'll start in January, brand, you know, fresh with going back to something else. So. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting that they brought that up. Um, and then concurrently with that, um, we've kind of referenced it in the past as well. Um, now we have the hostile, we're having the potential hostile takeover from WTF. Yeah. Um, and then whatever moves Selena De La Renta is playing because she's always got something like she may not be an overt like take over the company threat but she's a but she also really but she's also going to i will call it metaphorically take over the company by holding all the gold because that's where the money is so yes. i'm kind of curious which i'm still kind of curious how this is going to play out just because they right now they are working together as we saw last week with msl basically handing over a stack of uh bribe 
yeah. information over there. Um, but enough with the backstage stuff. We do have our second match, our first real match of the yes. evening. Um, Bomaye member Jay Bougie uh, taking on the debuting Brett Ryan Goslin, victorious BRG. Uh, what did you think? Uh, I saw the match. I, I didn't think I was going to like the match because I didn't know who that other guy was, Brian, whatever his name was, Goslin. But, yeah. you know, he, he, he did pick up the win. Unfortunately, I didn't see anything special about Mr. Goslin, so I, I will hold that to hopefully next time he'll show some more, but it was straight and forward. I'm, I'm thinking Bougie's going to win this match because, like I said, I didn't know who the guy was. Something okay, so this is gonna be a warm-up match for Bougie and keep the momentum going for the Bumaye Club. All right, cool, 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 cool. And then you know, Goslin comes out and does a little flip, holds the, the the top rope for leverage and gets the win. And I'm like, okay, did not see that coming. But yeah, um, that was like honestly the biggest shock coming. for me. Once I saw like who he was, you know, facing in his debut, I was like, okay, well, this is going to help build Bougie into you know since he's a member of the Beaumayers you gotta gotta keep them looking good especially he's kind of their uh, middleweight representative um and so I'm kind of like okay well this will be an opportunity to see you know see what Goslin can do and then Bougie will pick up a hard-fought victory and we'll know what a what a BRG is and Bougie will stay strong and it was none of that so like that like honestly that was my biggest surprise of the night um and like Goslin, like I'm gonna reserve, like you, I'm gonna reserve some of my opinion on it. Like it was a solid match. Like there was nothing wrong with the match itself, but like I don't know. I don't know if I just set my expectations too high with him or not because like they really like hammered home in like the original. And I didn't do full on like go study tape of him or anything like that. But I looked to see like you know just see how long he's been in the business, see where see where he's came from, and etc. Yeah. And like I was really expecting almost like a more character driven wrestler. Um, because they really kind of hammered home the point of like the Ryan Goslin part yep. and like his like and all of like his promo packages involve him looking like Ken. And then he comes out in just kind of like generic black tights, wrestles uh, just a very basic uh, style. Exactly. And like, oh, okay. Well like, that's like like nothing stood up for me as to why should I care about BRG? Like nothing yeah. stood up. And you said it, it, it was a solid match. Yeah, there's nothing but wrong with it. Nothing. Bougie stood out. You know, I seen Bougie. He did his thing. BRG. Okay, let's see what you got. I didn't see anything. Like so, I didn't yeah. see anything special. I didn't see anything at all. But I'm pretty sure this has happened before because they did it with Love Dog before. I didn't see anything with Love Dog, and then by his second third match. The dude could wrestle his ass off. I'm like, okay, they finally let him go. So I'm hoping this will happen with BRG at the next tapings in November or just whenever he comes back. And it's okay, you had your, you know, you put your feet in the water. We're going to let you jump in now and, and go and show them what you could do. So that's what I'm hoping for. So yeah. we'll, see, we'll see what happens. But well, and the, and the difference between him and Love Doug is Love Doug really they really established his character before he had yes. the match. So like oh, he, he was a gimmick. Whereas yes. Goslin, like they really didn't like his his gimmick that they kind of put out there was the whole Ken thing. And then he came out and wrestled generic wrestler number five. And, and again, and, this and this and can change like 
and he looks similar to Brian Gosling. I mean, yeah, shit. and they but and they didn't even play like they didn't even play like anything like that up in the match too. Like they didn't be like, hey, I'm good looking, or don't touch my exactly. face, or he just came out wrestled like called everyone stupid and just yeah. you know yeah. went along with it. Like maybe if they give him a mic later, yeah, we can change our mind. It's a first match. Like we're we're getting into. Sweet victory, sweet that victory. Was a, that yeah, that, that was, was a, and no. and like and that's like uh, like one of his nicknames on the indies is like victorious yeah, uh, BRG. Victory. So, so. Um, but we'll see where it's going. Like again, at least nothing else. Like it's something to build on. Yes, you know, exactly. look, looking at exactly. looking at the positive spot. Like he, he, exactly. didn't, he didn't come out and poop the bed and had a garbage match. Yeah. And no, like I, I just that. like my big complaint is just like I kind of wish they did. Like we got to see a guy. If, that bougie got a bigger spotlight out of the deal since he is the established talent uh, compared to the two, but yet hasn't really had a chance to break out so much on his uh, own yes. yet. Um, but yeah, so uh, moving kind of along with that, we get again, there's a bunch of backstage stuff that kind of goes along. It's a lot of the whodunit with uh, involving Mr. Thomas, no. and they're really trying to point fingers that, that it was Fatu who took out Mr. Thomas. And spoiler alert, it's not. Um, but you know, which I figure we all kind of figure that kind of stuff yeah. is uh, Fatu at this stage in his career is a bit more in your face. Like, so if he's going to sneak attack you, he's going to sneak attack you, not your friends. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, hilarious things come at the end. Um, but leading that comes into our main event for the MLW Tag Team Championships uh, tables match, technically elimination style. Uh, the Calling, who are the champions, uh, taking on the second gear crew represented by... Uh, the one called Manders and Matthew Justice. The point of this I, match I, is yeah. to get put your opponents through the table. Each 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 member of the of the team has to go through the table for it to continue. Otherwise, no DQs. Chaos ensues. I, man, like like I said before, I, I'm not a humongous person when it comes to these type of matches. The last couple of times I've seen them, they they've been kind of good. I didn't like this one that much uh, because a lot of weird things were going on, especially when when Cannonball comes out to help mm-hmm. the guys, knocks both of those guys out, and then he just kind of just gets just out and walks off. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. well, why would you why would you come down for that? And then walk right back to the th- why can't you stay there, you know, observing what's going on. Or help actually win the match. Yeah, like, exactly. like it's it, it's great that he helped turn the tide of the match. But like, yes. yeah, if there's no DQs, why 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 stop yeah. there? But he literally just kind of like stumbled out, did uh, a couple of big squishes. Like said, yeah. yeah, he literally squished the second yeah. gear crew, then just left the ring and so wandered up to the back, and we don't and we don't and we don't see him for we don't see him for another five or ten minutes. Yeah, he took an afternoon stroll to the ring, destroyed somebody, and left. Okay, I'm going back now. And then the screwy finish, how they did it, yeah. with both people going to the table. I'm thinking to myself, okay, that is probably sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I, you know, it kind of fit the overall tone of the match. I will say, once again, like, in ring, bell to bell, like, for the most part, I found the match was fine. Like, I'm okay with wild brawls. I'm okay with tables matches. They didn't lean into, like, some of, like, the real deathmatch tropes so this was just just a brawl that involved tables so like they didn't go all out with that that's fine um but yeah it was a bit overbooked for the most part like i i you know there was a lot of 
needless interference to be had with it, like to start the party where like where the second gear crew were jumped to start the party, cannonball coming in and then really not doing anything to help with an overall victory, and then the fact that they called the match a draw, which I mean I I kind I I get it from a rules standpoint from doing that, but like. Dude, like tables matches are kind of supposed to have a finish. Like that's kind of what they're designed to do is to make sure somebody wins, even if it's bot hook or crook, you know, maybe have cannonball come in and, you know, put someone through the table. Oh, it counts. Yes. No DQs, but it, you know, leaves the door open. And this one was just like, Nope. The ref's just like, both guys went through a table. Good enough. I'm going home. Yeah. And, and so and I, then uh, the crowd even hated that. And then afterwards cannonball returns. Yeah, like it all just broke down. From, uh, it broke down from there again, too. Like, and I will say, at the start of the breakdown, like, you know, I, I put it on Twitter. I put it in the podcast. You know, mark it on the calendar. I approve of long called Banders' actions at least once. Once. So, like, it, it physically hurt me to do that, and I spent like the, the next like half hour like retching and in the fetal position. But the one called Manders started this whole party by taking out the obviously biased referee with a nasty yeah, like line. No, he closed like the shit of that ref. Yeah. I was like, oh damn. Like, yeah, dude, like took took the dude's head off. And then from there we get a further schmoz where the call uh, the rest of the calling come back out and we brawl. And I was I was literally thinking like, huh, I wonder I wonder if Mance is gonna come help his friends. And then actually he did. So like great. Uh so the so they turned the tide. Um Mance gets on the mic and basically delivers a pep talk to the boys of like, hey, like we've been here all this time. We've not we've not sniffed gold. Like, yeah. what can we do to change this? Yeah. And uh Justice gets on and basically it didn't actively challenged but laid kind of laid down a gauntlet set the seeds uh, for a ladder match at some time in the future uh didn't specify whether it's just going to be regular tag or if it's going to be a six-man kind of affair um well but it, it should be a regular tag match, you think right? that well you would hope that but like they, but they all like all like all members like he referenced kind of like all three members of the yeah. second year crew's specialties of of Mance just being violent, the boss of the planes pulling the cart along, and and then Justice himself being willing to jump off of any tall thing that's happened to be put in front of him. So they've kind of implied that it might, you know, they like, I, and maybe if, uh, that it might be kind of like we'll call it a Freebird rule situation, um, kind of thing. Yeah, and you, and you hang up the you hang up the the titles up high, have to go up there either one person or both people have to go up there to get the belts and see and i'm pretty sure and i'm hoping that this happens at the november pay-per-view yeah because they have the oh I, instead of december so yeah I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of like the time frame time is all running together on me uh yeah i can say we got a couple weeks yet so there's we got at least yeah. i would say at least one or two more matches that need yeah, to be i think i think for what the pay-per-view is november 18th Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I think we got two more weeks for that. And actually, this is the first time I want to say in two years where they actually finally have their pay per view and their tapings perfectly right after. So, yeah. So it's perfect. It's, it's going perfect. So now there's no more late <laughs> tapings and stuff like that. It is being right on, on top right there. So now to the 18th, two more weeks, they'll have enough matches for that for the next two weeks another pay-per-view and then you do the tapings and you know keep doing it like that you you have it in a nice calendar week now or yep. a month where you have it so i'm hoping this tag team happens at the, the november 18th show and not december 
So yeah. Well, I think it'll depend on on uh how yeah. Well, whether they want to go a six man or just a tag team, or tag because team. because if they're going to go six man, they'll probably wait till December. But if they okay. just do a regular tag team, it could be done at uh, Fightland, just because Mance already has that match with Matt Cardona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. So I doubt they'll have him pull double duty on, especially for a match that's that will that will be that brutal with the ladder match because that's just going to be nothing but crazy spots. Yeah, and and they also have Jimmy Lloyd, right? Uh, like a like a part. Yeah, kind of an auxiliary member of the second gear crew, yeah, an ally. So if, however, if, if they don't do have that. Warner there, they'll have Lloyd, you know, back up the second gear crew or whatever. So, and that's fair too. I just, I, I'm not a big Jimmy Lloyd fan, so I just don't like thinking about him. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I don't think you know but, any type of of uh, you know him climbing any type of ladder, but you know, but but no, but like that, but that kind of chaos is his wheelhouse. He is a deathmatch yeah, exactly. guy. Like that, that that is what he is known for. Him, both him and Cannonball, really, are okay. like just straight up deathmatch guys. Uh, and I'm surprised part. I still haven't seen any type of light bulbs, like any of their matches yet. And if I, I see light bulbs. I'm gonna start freaking out. I'm done with the nonsense. Well, and see, this is this is where you know deathmatch fan here. A yeah. lot of venues like that. Like light, light tubes is something that's venue based. There, there are venue venues and state commissions. Like I think Pennsylvania is one of the ones that will allow you to do light tubes. Okay. The athletic commission. So light tubes is really dependent on where you're taking them. So like even CZW. Yeah, here's your history lesson for the day. It, like CZW, who has their big tournament of death every year, like they're based out of Philadelphia usually. Uh, though they've moved with Jay Hyde taking over, they've kind of moved closer to the coast. Um, but they would always have like they would do all their shows in Philly except for Tournament of Death, and they would take that out to Delaware because Philadelphia wouldn't let you use sight tubes, a couple of the other, uh, we'll say, more gross, <laughs> potentially gross yeah, and injurious yeah, yeah. aspects. And, 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 that's good, and that's a good history because I, I was aware that, you, you know, their different states have rules for stuff like that. So yeah. that was yeah. the first time. And, so that was yeah. good to, like, you told those guys. Uh, oh, I'll throw them out under the bus. IWA Mid-South uh, used to run a lot in the Peoria, Illinois area. Um, but they kind of had to like refocus some of their cards because the building they were in, like they were initially like willing to put up with a lot of the deathmatch stuff, but then they were like, I don't know if they just like, if it wasn't, if the venue just wasn't getting cleaned properly or if it was just one of those things, like, like no matter how well you cleaned it, they were still finding glass everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, because exactly. yeah, because you, you can't. It's it's like glitter. You can't get yes. rid of it. Uh, like so, like they just like finally just said like, no, you can't do the light tubes part of it. And so like, it changed some of the uh, strategy of of like yeah, the dude. match booking and the card booking. And so they would you're do right, man. Cards. You're right. That the whole cleaning and then you definitely gonna have to do a deep cleansing of of every bit and corner that you can find because of the of blood so yeah. i mean that that's gotta be that's gotta be a hectic one day two day cleaning man just going there and washing everything just like from top to bottom yeah, yeah. That's, so that's i so I, I think that's why we have like one of the reasons mlw hasn't necessarily gone full death match god and i uh, hope it, that they do i'm out yeah oh and i and i will say as a whole just kind of again kind of pulling back the veil of things it's hard to get some of the violence or depicted violence on certain providers 
with the deathmatch stuff because it, and it's it's a weird hypocrisy because we acknowledge that pro wrestling is a scripted sport that yes. you know that these guys aren't necessarily you know these guys don't always hate each other it's it's all a work but they like to draw a line on something like the blood stuff because it's too realistic and yes. so like so like youtube also does it which it does it in a weird way but it's very much like anti that violence so if youtube's your main show for it sometimes you gotta watch you gotta watch like yeah you can bleed all this much but you can't make them bleed doing x y and z too so i i think i think that's been kind of a stopping point for some of this stuff as well for future references when you give us tidbits like this that are important i need you to put that Debo hat on <laughs> but you got I got, I've gotten, a, I've gotten, I've gotten out of the habit yeah put it, that it, on and then uh, give us the 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 the, the tidbits like you just gave us about the blood in different states and cities and stuff like that. Because, like I said, I I never knew that, and I was never aware that different states had different laws for stuff like that. So yeah. that's when the Debo hat poop goes on. Uh, it doesn't have the same effect without, without Chef here to like laugh at it and yeah. like gesture wildly as it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah see, so. that, that's that's where the, the thinking cap comes on. Like, okay, kids, here we go. Boop. There goes my the, professor the, cap. The, we're we're, go, we're going yeah. to school right now because the hat is on. It's a history lesson by, <laughs> by Uncle Rob K. Uncle K is going to give you the history lesson. Boop. There he goes. We go, oh, shit. It's Uncle K's time history lesson. That would be that cool because, like I said, that's news to me. And I'm pretty sure that's news to a lot of people about, you know, different laws in different states and different cities and stuff like that. So. So, yeah, there we go. We, we need we need to bring we need to bring Chef back. Let you guys just talk, do the do the commentary of the show, yeah. and, and then, then like then you just like, oh, here's a good point. Let's get some clarification, and then I can pop up with my hat yes. on. Well, and I can like oh. do this, the science or the history of yeah, whatever. We should have like a little graphic, uh, <laughs> Uncle K's corner up up, and then the hat comes on. Well, kids, here's today's history lesson or history say, oh, rule that you here, might not here, know. You can say, here, here's, here's the background of Insert This Debut. Yes. This guy, you know, this guy's been wrestling for 10 years out of the CZW Wrestling Academy. Yes. <laughs> stuff like that, that'd be kind of cool, man. That, that, that would be a good idea. But yeah, that's when the hat's got to come in. Yeah, I even, even start leaving the hat Once out. Put, like, so we put can it on, we and... know something important is about to get dropped. <laughs> The knowledge, the gem of Rob K is getting dropped right now because the hat is on. Let's let's lay back and listen to the man, the Professor K, tell it, and they were like, "Ooh, the tidbit of the week." There, there, there we go. Here, here's our wrestling nerdum. Yes, but, uh, of but, the moment. but thank you, but thank you for that because, like I said, I I wasn't aware, and I'm pretty sure a lot of us weren't aware of rules like that. So now I see why it's hard to do wrestling shows at specific locations and cities and states and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of weird stuff, especially for the few states that still have like active, like athletic commissions. Um, so it's like, it's why like, well, a hat comes back on since we're wasting time. Just talking about random stuff. Yeah, it's also yeah, yeah. why uh, Chuck Taylor, like technically like was wrestling for like four years, but couldn't wrestle in his home state. Like he didn't get to do wrestle a home show. Like despite being in the business for like three or four years before it happened, because he was another one of those guys who started wrestling before his 18th birthday. And Kentucky okay. is Kentucky is actually very much um, age 
consent. So you got you actually have to be an adult to wrestle in Kentucky. So he lived on the Illinois, Illinois, Indiana border. And you just like cross the river where Illinois, they, they don't care. <laughs> you know, you have to, to be exactly 18 or 21. Uh, 18, I believe. In Kentucky. And in, a, in a Illinois, they didn't care. So he would wrestle a lot in Southern Illinois. Yeah, and I've seen I've been seeing a lot of young people now, like 16, 17, wrestling in specific cities and states that are allowed. And I'm like, no, this person is 16 and they could wrestle already on the show or 17. But yeah, now it began to make sense that it's probably like New Jersey and stuff like that upstate. They have maybe some kind of age limit yeah. that where they're allowed. In Mexico, we know they can be <laughs> old. And Mexico and and Japan is pretty bad at times too with uh, starting them yeah. young. Well, like um, like like yeah, like stardom. Yeah, yeah, a lot of yeah the, like the, the Joshi's specifically, yeah, will start at like the age of nine, even though they won't necessarily formally debut until their late teens. Yes, yes, but um, they they're they're part of the crew. They're doing the the cleaning, the setting up of the rings, so they learn that part, and then they they train them, and then when they feel comfortable, they'll give them the opening spot for like a three minute sh showcase, and you see this 10, 11 year old girl just doing flips, and then you're like, damn, wait, eleven years old already? So you're like, wow, twelve. Yeah. And there's some famous, yeah, yeah, and there's some famous examples of it. Like I know a lot of people have used it against Kenny Omega, but like Kenny Omega has wrestled a nine-year-old. Yeah, but yeah. but you know, but you know who people don't talk shit about? Minoru Suzuki, Angry Murder Grandpa, also wrestled a nine-year-old, but no one's ragging on him because he wasn't that the same girl. <laughs> I, I think so. And didn't she beat both of them? <laughs> uh. Like I don't know about Suzuki. I don't think I've watched the full match. Okay. She, yeah, she te she technically beat Omega. Okay, not it wasn't clean. It wasn't it wasn't a clean pinfall. Yeah, but, she, and, and she and she looked amazing. I want to see how yeah. she is. I want to see how she is now and if she's still wrestling now. Still. <laughs> she's probably retired because she's a twenty year veteran and yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Which I shouldn't joke because actually that's kind of legit with the Joshi stuff. Like the Joshi window is usually yeah. ridiculously small because well, yeah, well, so you know, she she just turned nineteen. Well, I'm I'm a ten year vet. Yeah, how old uh, you a ten year vet? You just turned nineteen. Oh, that, you know, and we can uh, we can laugh at it, but like that's ten years of bumps. Like that's yeah, yeah, you know yeah. you know you know doing that for so long. Like yeah, you know because yeah. everybody likes to throw out the years that they've been in wrestling. Well, I'm nineteen years old. I've been wrestling for eleven years. I I started when I was eight. And I'd be Kenny Omega. That was like, okay, shit. You got your five star match already. Yeah. Man. Before there were five star matches. <laughs> well, well, Rob K, we're just bumbling on off. So just yeah, we, we, we've done our history corner. Yeah. We've done. We've moved on from MLW. Moved on to our wrestling history corner yeah. and wrestling pol uh, booking, uh, wrestling uh, promoting politics. Um, and you so know we, me. And you me. You know me. You throw me at one word, and I go from there <laughs> to something else. Exactly. Yeah, we we were done with MLW like ten minutes yeah. ago. So like I, 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 we're going to have a whole separate audience just for you know the Rob K History Corner. Um, the wrestling show. Now stay tuned for Rob K's Corner of the History of Wrestling. There you go. Send your questions in, boys and girls. Maybe yes. I, maybe I'll answer them on on the yes, next episode. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you can do yes. that in the yes. in the comment section below. Be, yes. be sure you like, subscribe, hit the notification bell because that way you know if I you know there's a potential whether I answered your question or yes. not. Uh, follow us on all the social medias at Urban Wrestle NW. Uh, I'm at the Nova of Cass. This pod, if you're watching on YouTube, you can also find us in audio format on Spotify or wherever else you happen to get your podcasts. MLW Confusion drops every Friday morning. That's hosted by Spotify for podcasts. 
podcasters, but it can be found pretty near anywhere as well. Uh, so I think that about wraps all that good stuff up. Thank you all. You know, hit up any of the links that we throw down below as well. Hit our merch shops, all that good stuff. We're out of here. Deuces.